I'd like to tell you a story this morning about myself. Uh, many of you have heard it. Some of you have heard it a dozen times, but uh, many of you haven't either. It's a defining story in the sense of myself. It basically determined who I am today, uh, what you call a defining moment, an event. occurred way back in my 20s. I grew up on a dairy and uh, got married when I was 20, and then my dad thought I was old enough, and we formed a partnership on the dairy, and it worked quite well. Uh, we were doing well. The only problem was that Dad did everything the way they did it back in the Depression, and every choice he made had to do with spending no money, which was a constant frustration to me because I was wanting to be the world's greatest dairy farmer and have the world's greatest dairy, and so, but I was always pushing against this conservative uh, posture of my dad, but it worked. The dairy next to our place came up for sale, and a guy from California bought it, Los Angeles, an interior decorator. He came up and let it be known that he was looking for someone to partner with him that would run the dairy. He would buy all the equipment, set the thing all up, and uh, half the cows would be his, half the cows would be whoever was the partner with him. And so I uh, talked to him, interviewed with him, and, and then decided to take uh, the chance of having my own dairy, and so we worked it all out, all the arrangements. I went to Idaho, looked all over for cows, found a herd of about 100 in Idaho. It looked like a really good herd. I talked Farm Home Administration into loaning me $40,000 as a 22-year-old uh, uh, kid, and they did. We got it, and I remember the day they unloaded the cows, 100 of them, in the place. It was like, oh, thank you, Lord, my dream. It's going to happen. I was so excited I could hardly stand stand things. And so we got started, and things were going really well for a, a couple of weeks. Un, unbeknownst to me, there was a virus in the trucks that shipped the cows from Idaho. It was called a bovine alpha herpes virus 1, also called BOHV1. Sounds sort of like COVID, doesn't it? And so the cows picked it up, and they started getting sick. And I noticed they were getting sick. Milk production was dropping, and then one of them died and then another one died. Got a vet, and they couldn't figure it out, so I got another vet. By the time they had uh, figured it out, uh, it, half the cows died uh, before I could get them inoculated. I remember the morning I got up, and I had six cows, and I'd made some pens uh, with bales of straw. I'd stacked them up a couple high, and there were six of them in a row, these little straw pens with six cows in them that I was doctoring. I went out one morning and before milking to check on them, and all six had died in the middle of the night. And I, I, I don't know what happened. I just picked up a bale and threw it as far as I could out into the manure pit. And then another one and another one and another one. And then when I was so tired I could hardly stand, I sat down and started crying. I can't believe uh, it's been 50 years ago and I still get emotional telling the story. I just started crying and I said, Lord, why are you doing this to me? I just couldn't figure it out. I, in, <clears throat> I had to sell the cows to my dad. I couldn't make uh, the payments. And I went back into a partnership with him. About six months, I struggled with this big time. I went from being very angry to being depressed, and then my faith began to get weaker to the point where I began doubting 
even in the existence of God. And uh, our church up in Trout Lake supported a lot of missionaries, and we had one there to speak. And uh, he was from a uh, closed country, and he spoke. And I was quite impressed. I'd never met him before. I asked if I could chat with him a little bit, and so we went out to lunch or something. I forget exactly what the circumstance was, but I told him my story. And he said, uh, you've got a problem. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I know that. Uh, he said, it's a common one. He said, uh, when you became a believer in Jesus, you made this assumption that that meant that you were going to have this wonderful life. And in fact, there's no place that God promises that. He said, where I minister, he said, when you become a believer, the only thing you have to look forward to is possibly being killed, losing your job, losing everything, because you're a Christian. And I said, so why become a Christian? If God's not going to take care of you and fulfill your dreams and answer your prayers, he said, so don't ever doubt God's love for you. He said, he's given you some amazing gifts. Um, the most important is you get to live with him forever and ever and ever. Revelation 21.3, I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men. He will dwell among them. They, they shall be his people. God himself will, will be among them, and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. First things have passed away. Uh, you can't earn that. You can't deserve it, Jesus took care of everything that needed to be taken care of, so you get to live with God for all eternity in incomprehensible um, beauty and joy forever and ever and ever. And he said that's half the story. The other half is he saved you from hell and eternity in hell. Psalms 88, I am reckoned among those who go down to the pit. I become like a man without strength, forsaken among the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave whom you remember no more, and they are cut off from your hand. You have put me in the lowest pit, in dark places, in the depths. Your wrath has rested upon me. You have afflicted me with all your waves. You have removed my acquaintances far from me. You have made me an object of loathing to them. I'm shut up and cannot go out. My eye has wasted away because of affliction. You don't have to go there. You'll never know what that's like because you're going to be in heaven because of what Jesus did for you. And then he said, you get a brand new body. Imagine what that's going to be like. Now, I was 22. I had a fairly healthy body back then. <laughs> now I'm much more excited about my new body than I was then. <laughs> Philippians 3.20, our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform transform the body of our humble state. Some of us have more humble bodies than others. Our humble state into conformity with the body of His glory. We will have a body like that of Jesus by the exertion of the power that He has even to subject all things to Himself. That's worth more than cows. I said, well, is there anything in this life? He said, oh, yeah. He says, God gives you joy. Now, it's not the joy that you get from succeeding in the dairy industry. It's not the joy you get from 
uh, catching lots of fish. It's not the joy you get from money. It's not the joy from positive experiences. It's a joy that only God gives. And as long as you depend on Him only for that joy, you will experience it. But if you look into the world for stuff and things to give it to you, you'll miss it. But God loves to give joy to those who depend on Him only for that joy. That's your right as a child of God, His joy. Psalm 1611, you will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy, is fullness of joy. In your right hand there are pleasures forever. And then we read it already this morning, the Christmas story, Luke 2. In the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. An angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them. The glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terribly frightened. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. Great joy. That's what Jesus Christ is about. That's what faith in Him is about. Great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men in whom he is pleased. Somebody the other day said, man, I can't wait for 2020 to get over, get back to normal in 2021. I said, you know, I'm not a prophet, but my prediction is that 2021 is going to be twice as bad as 2020. He says, no. It very well could be. So, how are you going to do? Are you going to be full of joy or misery? We have joy that comes from God as long as we look to Him for that joy. That's our birthright. That's our right. That's our blessing as a child of God, somebody that is trusted in Jesus Christ. And then there's peace. He gives us peace. John 14, 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. That is, you can't get it from anything in the world. No success, no possession. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Uh, COVID's nothing. Shutdowns are nothing. God gives peace. And then he said this, this missionary I'm talking to, and then the greatest gift that God gives to you in this life is his strength. His strength. It's supernatural. And it's for the purpose of conquering life, conquering the evil one. It's for the purpose of changing things, fixing things, making things better, being a servant of God. He gives you supernatural strength. Isaiah 40, he gives strength to the weary, to the, him who lacks mighty increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly, those who wait for the Lord, those who are his, those who have trusted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, they will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. So in the mornings, I say every morning, Lord Jesus, I trust you totally and completely. I give you my life. I follow you. I serve you. Whatever you will as I will do it. And I'm trusting you for your joy, not that which the Lord gives. I'm trusting you for your peace, not which the world gives. And Lord, I need your strength and your wisdom today. I know you'll give it to me so I can glorify you and please you in everything that I do in spite of life, in spite of life. Somebody asked the other day, uh, they said, how'd you end up in the ministry? I said, God killed my cows. <laughs> <clears throat> There's always a purpose. 
God leads, God guides. And we're celebrating Christmas. And what that's about is God becoming flesh just exactly like us. Uh, he experiences everything we experience, knows all that we feel, and died, paid the penalty of our sins. And when we trust Him, believe in Him, accept the free gift of salvation, and follow Him, then He gives us joy and peace and strength, and then we enter into glory with a new body, and we live forever and ever and ever with Him. Life's tough. 2021 is probably going to be another bad year. And 22, we don't know, but it doesn't really matter because we're followers of Jesus. We have his joy and his peace and his strength. And nothing, nothing matters if you have that, really. So it's great to celebrate his birth and who we are because of our faith in Christ. Let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for the gift that you've given us of your son, Jesus. And if we live our life, we don't have any guarantee that things are going to be good or they're going to get better circumstantially. But we do know that you are God, you are in control, and you are shaping, molding, making us like yourself. And someday we will enter into heaven, into your presence. We will be like you. We will be like you in our character and physically with a new body. and We'll live with you forever. In the meantime, we want to serve you well in spite of circumstances. Thank you for the joy you give us, the peace you give us. Thank you for the strength that we have to serve you. We love you very much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.